Hello everybody and welcome back to Straight Outta Cloyne 2.0 With me, your host, of course, Dylan Turl Reeve I feel like one of the main topics of conversation lately when I start an episode is How late or early I am recording this before its date of publish And I can safely say that this is the earliest I have ever recorded an episode in advance. I'm recording this five days before it's supposed to be uploaded. So right now it's Sunday the 18th, and this episode will be scheduled for publishing on the 23rd of September. So that's crazy, but there is a good reason for that. I have just purchased something that I have been wanting to purchase for a hell of a long time, and it's not an easy thing to get a hold of, the thing I have purchased, because once they're gone, they're gone. And you have to go on incredibly long waiting lists to get one. And I was lucky enough that I found one at a relatively decent price in comparison to some other places that were selling the same product. And that, of course, is the magnificent PlayStation 5. And I'm spending so much time playing it at the moment, just trying to get everything set up in terms of downloading games that were already there on the PS4 and transferring them over to the PS5, playing some new games, you're downloading the apps like the WWE Network and YouTube and all that. Mightn't sound like an awful lot, lads, but it is. And obviously I stream FIFA over on YouTube as well. There'll be a link in that in the description of this episode, so keep an eye out for that if I'm ever online. And I'm obviously doing my last, at the time of recording, I'll be doing my last, or excuse me, at the time of uploading, I'll be doing my last FIFA 22 series before FIFA 23 comes out in two weeks, or it's seven days by the time this comes out. So yeah, like I'll be doing that in the PS5 as well. So trying to get used to the broadcast settings on a new console has been interesting, but it's been great. And I just thought, look, I've got a game downloading in the background right now. Whilst I'm waiting, you know, I may as well get straight out of client recorded and have that done instead of, you know, keep, just to stop me from, you know, pushing it back every day this week because I'm busy with the PS5 because especially when I'm coming back from work that's going to be something that uh, is going to be happening a lot it's just going to be me coming home, putting on the PS5 and you know, having a ball also, some exciting news for myself and I suppose for anybody who's interested is next Monday so tomorrow week at the time of recording and in three days at the time of this being uploaded I will be returning to acting lessons, which is great. I will be having my first night class with Actors Vision, something I've been looking forward to for a very long time. And it is crazy to think that I started the CSN course uh, for acting for stage and screen a year ago this month. That's mental. And I think I already spoke about it on here, or if not, I spoke about it over on Instagram, about how it was um, six years ago this month as well. I started the journalism course, and obviously I put up a post about... You know, it didn't work out, but it didn't stop me from going off to achieve some other things, and and that was great. However, someone did leave a comment that kind of annoyed me, and they said, Oh, I think it's important to note that college isn't for everyone. Well, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. But, doesn't mean I'm not allowed to celebrate achievements I had in college. Of course college isn't for everybody. But I'm not in a position to say that on a post where I'm celebrating a college achievement. Because college was for me. At least the PLC course was. Obviously I'm not going back to um, college for anything else. I'll be continuing my acting lessons um, 
in a different way, not the college route. So yeah, like that's kind of uh that's kind of something that did get uh, it did annoy me a little bit because it was weird. I'm not going to mention who the person is, but they know who they are. They said it's important to note that college isn't for everybody, but then went on a huge rant about everything they did at college, and I was like, well, that was kind of fucking pointless. Like the the point of the post was, if you read it, is when I went to CSN to do journalism, I had a whole like map planned out of what I was gonna do. I was gonna I was gonna get all the distinctions I needed to go over to Sunderland University and then move over to Newcastle to work for What Culture Wrestling. This was at the time where Blampier, uh, Pashiti, King, Tudel, all those lads were over there. Um, Sam as well. But, you know, like, that obviously didn't work out. And I went through a bit of a period of time where I was a bit lost and didn't really know what I wanted to do. And, you know, since then I've started up this podcast. I've done a few other podcasts, most notably Joe Turl Rising and Celtic Codec. And Celtic Codec, there is content planned for that, especially now with the PS5. Um, I've obviously done an acting course. And probably the biggest thing of all, I've been on multiple pro wrestling shows. Which also leads to my next announcement, is that I am... Now officially, the RCW referee. Yes, Rebel County Wrestling will have its first show on the 5th of November. And I will be the RCW referee. And I'm super duper excited. Keep your eyes posted on anything that will be going out over on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I don't use Facebook, but I I imagine there's stuff about it on there. And I'm really, really excited for this new promotion. It's a new chapter in the history of Cork Wrestling. We've got some unbelievable talent that I can't wait to officiate. And hopefully we'll see you all there. Keep your eyes posted at RCW's Twitter and Instagram. And also over on Eventbrite for tickets for upcoming shows. November 5th. Can't wait. Hopefully see you there. Right. After all that, let's get into today's episode. So I've seen this uh, do the rounds a little bit, uh, specifically on TikTok, and I've seen a couple of people on Twitter talk about this, and that is the free snowflake test. I think this is interesting in terms of, we've had some interesting chats on here lately. Alex is going to be on here next week. I haven't asked him yet, but he's coming on this show, and we're going to have a conversation about all things topical happening in the world, and just kind of how the world has evolved in the last few years it's going to be interesting to get that perspective from someone who knows maybe a bit more about it than i do uh, on here obviously he's my celtic codec co-host one of two celtic codec uh, co-hosts with uh, porik and uh he's been on the original straight out of climb before alex so there's always interesting conversations to be had with him you may not agree with everything he says but i think that's also a good thing and maybe then i might get someone who's a bit more on the other side to come on here as well. And we can have those types of conversations. That would be quite fun. But I am going to do this snowflake test. And I'm going to react to it live here as I'm doing it. I thought it would be an interesting idea for an episode. Uh, I haven't really seen much of what's going to be asked of me on this. I've seen one or two clips on TikTok that made me go, hmm, maybe this is something worth checking out. So I will leave a link for it in the description as well. So other people can take it if they want and see what it's all about. And I think, let's just get into it. Well, I suppose, first of all, let's uh, let's read about it. So take this online, online snowflake test to reveal if you are a hypersensitive person. Are you a special or unique snowflake? Find out by this 100% honest analysis. 
And for anyone who doesn't know, it says, what does it mean? Snowflake is a slang or derogatory term referring to people who act as if they are different from the rest of the world and therefore require special treatment or privilege. In recent years, the word has been mainly used to talk about touchy and easily offended individuals. The idea is that most millennials cannot handle the harshness of politics and life. And the Gen, Z- uh, Gen Zeros, Gen Zers, whatever they're called, Generation Z, uh, are squeamish and cancel culture orientated. And we did talk a little bit about cancel culture recently. The quiz proves if the idea is valid or not. And note the term has a couple of different meanings. We use it in the snowflake test as a way of describing two delicate or touchy uh, persons. So the snowflake test explained. Uh, It is a set of 20 respectful but still triggering questions to assess your toughness. None of the test items include racist, homophobic or hateful opinions. So it is a safe quiz for everyone. But you face challenging ideas and controversial concepts throughout the test. And uh, let me just scroll down. We created a real snowflake, uh, snowflake quiz with actual analytical results. But most online alternatives provide you with fun and flippant questionnaires. So the goal here is to answer the following questions. Would the right or left wing call you a snowflake? Are you quick tempered or an easily upset person? Do you believe you deserve a better life? Uh, do, you, do you believe you deserve a better life than most other people? Do you avoid all triggers in life to make it easier? Are you able to accept the opposing opinions? Okay, let's get into it. There is a little bit more to read, but I think we've stalled enough now. So let's get into this. So the first question is freedom of speech means blank. Expressing your ideas with no worries. Yes, I accept cookies. Fuck off. Uh, So expressing your ideas with no worries, expressing your ideas without hurting others, not being afraid of hurting others by your words, or creating a safe space for opposing ideas to be discussed. So that's a very, very interesting question. And it's funny because I have friends from all different backgrounds and all different walks of life with all different views. And recently, I had a conversation with a couple of friends who didn't exactly agree with a few of my stances, I don't exactly agree with a few of their stances, but I felt like, personally, I was the more civilised in the conversation. I was willing to say, listen, you have a right to not agree with that, that's up to you. But I was essentially told, that's not a belief, though, because because of this reason. And it was like, because this person didn't agree with what I had to say, that meant I my belief was not valid, which I think is ridiculous. So... That's quite interesting that this question has come up. So again, just to go over the four answers uh, that you can choose from. So expressing your ideas with no worries, your ideas without hurting others, not being afraid of hurting others uh, by your words, and creating a safe space for opposing ideas to be discussed. I am torn between the first and the last answer. But I'm going to say expressing your ideas with no worries because Jordan Peterson said it. In order to think... You need to risk being offensive. Sometimes what you're going to say is going to upset people, but you can't that always hold you back. So that's why I'm going to go with that. On to the next question. If this ad will piss off. None of this is being edited out. I want a raw experience. Speaking of raw, it's been really good lately, hasn't it? Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. WWE has been absolutely phenomenal lately. Thank you, Triple H. I don't get offended by the opposing opinions unless it's personal, it's unfair, it's stupid, or it's hateful. Hmm. That's interesting. I remember I had a situation before where 
so everyone knows on here, I've spoke about it a few times, my father is not breathing at the moment because he's dead. Sorry, that was a really weird way of putting it. But I have, um, I've had a situation where somebody used my dad's death in an argument. And it really pissed me off. Now, I have no emotional connection to my dad at all. And I'm not afraid to say that. I have no love for the man. Don't have any hate for the man. I have no actual feelings towards him. I didn't know him. He wasn't in my life. It is what it is. But because someone said it and knew the circumstances about how he died, he committed suicide, just to be open, I was just full of rage. Whereas now, if someone said it to me, I'm like, am I really arsed getting angry over a man who I didn't know, who had no impact on my life in a positive way, and really shouldn't be worrying me in terms of what other people think about him. No. So, that, that I just thought it was interesting to see, like, is it personal? Uh, it is hateful. I always say this. There's ways and means about having certain views or expressing certain views. So, like, I think there's a big difference between someone like, for example, Ben Shapiro saying he wouldn't attend a gay wedding because of his religious beliefs. I don't think that's disrespectful. I don't think it's um, wrong for him to have that view, but I would disagree with his view. I'm religious, but I would happily attend a gay wedding. No problem at all. But if he came out and was, like, protesting against homosexuals or anyone who's, you know, LGBT and was, like, campaigning against them having human rights, that's where I would draw the line. So, it is stupid is another one here. Yeah, I don't know if stupid people offend me or do they just humour me. I work with someone who's pretty stupid and I'm going to leave them work out who they are because I'm obviously not going to mention them. But it is quite funny how stupid they are. So I don't know if stupidity offends me. I think it just makes me laugh. Or it is unfair. That's a broad term. I'm going to say hateful. I'll say hateful because I think you can express things calmly and properly and just leave people agree or disagree with it. So I'll go with hateful. So let's go on to the next question. When it comes to society, the most important thing is blank. So jobs and well-being of the citizens, freedom, having a reliable uh, governing system or equality. Ooh. <laughs> We're going into interesting territory here. So jobs and well-being of the citizens, freedom, having a reliable gov uh, governing system, and equality. That's a very interesting question. <laughs> well, jobs and well-being of the citizens is definitely important because everyone needs to make a living. And everyone needs to have a good well-being and be looked after and be able to live and have access to food and water and shelter and housing. Freedom, I mean... Depends on what we're talking. I don't think convicted paedophiles should have freedom. And I don't think rapists should have freedom. So, there we go. Uh, a reliable governing system. I mean, it's wishful thinking for everybody at this stage. I think every government, whether it's favourable or not, will have its holes in it. And equality. Which is important, but some people, let's be honest, like to push the boundaries with that. So I'm actually going to say jobs and well-being of the citizens, because I think that's, that covers everybody. I, 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 yeah, that's what I would go with. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, I'm afraid to answer this question. I'm not going to lie. 
So let it be clear, as if my accent wasn't obvious enough, I'm not from the United States. I love the United States. I know a lot of people over there. I've got very good relationship with most of them, apart from people like, you know, steroid-taking dickhead Kevin Matthews, who can still go fuck himself. Uh, I don't really have a problem with any Americans. But the next question is, probably specifically for people in America, what should be done against gun violence? So, the four options are... Why have they disappeared? Here they are, sorry. The four options are, I don't know, ban the guns, nothing, it's inevitable, and stricter laws. So, here's my thing with gun laws, right? Isn't it crazy, right? So, here in Ireland, as an example, we do regular um, tests for, like, fire alarms. So, we do, like, the odd drill here and there, um, where the alarm will go off, or where we're told that the alarm's going to go off and we go out, or more regularly, an alarm will go off and we go out nine times out of ten, assuming it's a drill. In America, I found out recently, especially in schools, they have regular school shooter of um, training in terms of like avoiding a school shooter. Not They don't train people to be school shooters. That came out wrong. They have training in case a school shooter goes into a school, which is absolutely mental that they need to do those drills. Like, that's crazy. Like, the level of school shootings that there has been in America is crazy enough. But the fact that it's at a number where you ha- you now have to prepare for it just in case. And I found out about this um, when I was listening to a great podcast that I can't recommend enough. It's on both Spotify and YouTube. As soon as you're done listening to this, go check them out. It's called I Could Murder a Podcast. It's so fucking good. And they did a, um, the Parkland um, school shooter recently. It was the first time they actually did a case that's ongoing, which is quite interesting. But they've got a huge... Um, um, what's it called archive of episodes that are fantastic for wrestling fans out there because obviously a lot of people who listen to this are wrestling fans because I of course am a wrestling fan and a wrestling referee they do a very good episode on Chris Benoit so that's definitely one that was the first one I ever listened to and I'm just obsessed with them now but um, they were covering that and that's how I found out about um, that people in schools in America and probably the same with some businesses have to do training in cases a, a, a mass shooter comes in which is mental. But I do know people in America who love their guns, especially Southern America. Not not South America, the continent, but like, you know, Texas, for example, as, as like the Southern states. They love their guns there. And it's a big interest of theirs and it's a different culture there. So me personally, how I'm going to answer this in relation to America, let me just take a quick sip of my Coke Zero. I hate when I have to edit out taking a drink and that was only a quick one, so apologies. But um, in terms of, like, if I was in America and had my view on this, I'm going to say stricter laws is what I'm going to say. I don't think it's as easy as just banning the guns. I don't think you can say nothing, it's inevitable, because something has to be done about it. I don't want to say I don't know, because it is something I've taken quite an interest in lately, and I've listened to so much about it that I feel like I'm a bit more comfortable to give my opinion, but I was still a bit apprehensive. I'm going to say stricter laws, but... Nobody should be going into a school or any building and shooting innocent people. You are a fucking scumbag if you do that. So for me, they need to bring in stricter laws. And let's kick on kick. Let's click, I should say, on the next question. Okay, this is a very American quiz. Because the next question is, if I had to choose one president to govern the US forever, I would select... I don't know, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Obama, or none. 
Alright, I don't like Joe Biden. I just don't like him. Obama. I've got... I've got favourable opinions on him, but a bit mixed. Trump, I think, will always be someone whose name and personality will always be more remembered than, I think, his political stance. I'm just going to say I don't know for that one, because I think it's unfair when, like, we don't know who the next president of America is going to be. They might be amazing, so I don't know. I don't know. That one I will leave up to the Americans or people who... Let me know on social media who you would have as the, um, as as a forever president. I would, you know who I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with The Rock. That's who I'll go with. I'll go with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, for obvious reasons. Next question is, the ideal government is one that blank. Values the citizens' welfare, cares about individual freedom, deals with every issue in society, and values everyone's opinion. Hmm. Okay, so that's a... I just kicked the table and that hurt. That is an interesting one. So sometimes I have to read them twice. Values the citizens' welfare, cares about individual freedom, values everyone's everyone's opinion, and deals with every issue in society. Well, you can value everyone's opinion and still have people pissed off. Everyone's individual freedom... I mean, again, you have to take into account that some people's individual freedom can push boundaries... So you have to be kind of careful with that. Deals with every issue in society. Not always possible. I'm going to say value the citizens' welfare. That's that's what I'm going to go with. God, this laptop is so slow. That will be the next investment. after the P- after the I've got my PS5. A new laptop is needed next. So blank is slash are the most important issue in... It says the US, but we'll try and make it global. Financial crisis... Social injustice, immigrants, or climate change. Let's answer this in terms of Ireland. Financial crisis, social injustice, immigrants, or climate change. I am going to 100% go with financial crisis. The cost of living in Ireland at the moment is horrendous. Yes, says the fellow who just bought a PS5, but he bought that PS5 knowing damn well he was going to be limiting his spending for the rest of the month. It's gotten very expensive to live in this country. It simply has. Um... I'm not sure what the situation is in the States right now. Uh, With social injustice, I wouldn't say that's really a big issue in Ireland at the moment. I think people are fairly, you know, happy in that sense from what I see. Climate change. Listen, Ireland has shite weather. Uh, It was fucking, it was too hot recently in the summer. So, like, we've got, like, extreme ends of boat weather. And immigrants, no, that's not a problem here. Um... We have, we've got a very high Polish pop, uh, population in Ireland, and I've got a lot of really great Polish friends. I think the Polish, for the most part, uh, are sound, because, you know, I say the most part because there's there's good and bad in everything. I spoke about Pavel, my old uh, manager in that Blankamet factory I used to work in. He's a fucking dickhead. He's Polish, but he's not a good representation of the good people of Poland. But also, I had a, one of my best friends in school, Damien, is Polish, and I still talk to him from time to time. So, like, yeah, I wouldn't say there's a problem with immigrants. Uh, I'm going to go financial crisis, because Ireland's cost of living has just been terrible. So, slightly altering the question there, because uh, I'm obviously not in America. Uh, So, I think they mean climate change here. Climate change is A slash the complicated topic, uh, universal issue, most critical issue ever hoax. I'll say universal issue, because, I mean, we're all going to experience it at some stage. So, okay, this is going to be interesting. Question nine. I cannot stand blank and then people. 
Rude, racist, weak, ignorant. So, like, I feel like no matter what way I answer this, it's going to be fucking insane. So, I cannot stand rude, racist, weak, or ignorant people. I'm going to say... You see, weak is an interesting one, because weak can be like, you know, some people just aren't confrontational, and they're they're afraid of being in confrontational settings. And people might say, well, that's weak-minded. Well, listen, I don't know. I just think some people are a bit more... Uh, I don't want to say sensitive, but some people are a bit more... Just not as... Yeah, they're just not fighters. They're not arguers they just like to get on with their day and they they want to be left alone and they don't like getting into these things and that's fine rude people i fucking can't stand of course obviously racist people are scum and ignorant people i wish there was a way you could pick more options i'm gonna say i'll say racist people because you know like to like for example like chelsea i spoke about this before Chelsea Football Club and this is not a representation of the club this, this was a group of people uh, Chelsea were playing a game against uh, PSG in the Champions League about 9-10 years ago and Chelsea fans wouldn't let a black man on the train in Paris because he was black and this goes back to stupid people so Chelsea won't leave a black man on a train because of the colour of his skin but they will cheer Didier Drogba a black man, one of Chelsea's best ever players, scoring in a Champions League final. Doesn't make sense. So racist people will be the one I will pick here. Cannot stand them. Oh, great. Another question about the US. Who is the worst president in the of uh, the United States history? I don't know. That's what I'm going to click on. I'm not going to say Trump. I'm not going to say Biden. I'm just going to say I don't know. That's one of the options. It's So the four options, just to read them out, are I don't know, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, all of them. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I, I, I obviously did American history in school, and I thought it was very interesting. Um, you know, Trump, I don't hate him as much as everyone else does. Not a fan of Biden, but I don't know if I can say he's the worst of all time. I'm really not too sure. I'm just going to say, I don't know. Because I don't. And let's hope this next question loads properly. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, for fuck's sake. What do you think about abortion rights? I don't have a clear opinion. Everyone should have abortion rights. It's a legal way of murdering unborn children. It needs to be discussed further. Thank God for option number four. So what I'm going to say here is, and I think I spoke about this recently, when the abortion referendum was happening in Ireland back in 2018, I had just no opinion on it. I really didn't. I don't know enough about... I didn't know enough about what was happening with abortion laws at the time. I've never had to, like, experience going through... Or having a partner go through one. I don't know. I don't know. I see people very outspoken on this. I mentioned Ben Shapiro earlier. You know, CM Punk has been very open about it. I... I always kind of say to people when they ask about my opinion on abortion... I, I don't have a vagina. I don't have... I don't have a clitoris i don't have female organs i am not in a position to comment on these issues you know i i feel like i'll say it needs to be discussed far uh further why did i say that weird further further why is that word that doesn't sound like a word anymore further 
And the reason I will say that, and people are going to fucking snap at me and they're going to go, no, no, you should be answering every woman should have abortion rights. I am not as in tune with this as everyone else is. I see both people, or sorry, both sides arguing this issue. I see women saying that abortion laws, um, you know, like for this answer here, it's a legal way of murdering unborn children. I've seen women say that. But am I going to sit here and say that that woman is not allowed to have that opinion? No, I'm going to say it needs to be discussed further. I can't say I don't have a clear opinion on it because I've heard things from both sides where I've gone, okay, that's fair. I'm going to say it needs to be discussed further. I feel like that that's a fair answer. Which of the following concepts should be prioritised? The working class financial crisis, unequal payments for men and women in society, excessive immigration and its side effects, and LGBTQ plus rights. Hmm. Those are four interesting options. So the working class financial crisis. I mean, that one hits home most. Because as I was saying about when it comes to Ireland, the working class financial crisis, uh, excuse me, the cost of living crisis in Ireland at the moment is uh, very bad. And I feel like we're all experiencing that at the moment. No matter what money you're on. That's what I'm going to go with. The unequal payments for men and women in society. I can't say that because I know a lot of women who make a lot more money than me. Immigration in Ireland, I don't really think it's a problem. I mean, I know some people will try and throw the Ashling Murphy murder at me there because it was someone who wasn't Irish who's up who's on trial for that at the moment but that he doesn't paint the, the picture for all people who move over here there's some lovely people who move over here from all different parts of the world so I don't think it's a problem I just think one scumbag um, fucking just ruined it for a lot of people LGBT I can't for some reason I always struggle to get the letters out LGBTQ plus rights I'm bisexual. I don't feel oppressed. Um, Q plus seems to be the thing that's being discussed at the moment. And that's no relation to me. So I, for, for me, I'm going to say that the financial crisis. I think that's the cost of living in Ireland is just too fucking high. For me, that that's, that's the, the bigger issue right now. You, uh, you usually feel offended. I forgot to say what question we were on, by the way, a lot of the time. This is question 13. But I'm, listen, you can all count, I'm sure. Unless you got dyscalculia. Just dyscalculia. What? Dylan, stop! Stop. Stop trying to pronounce words that are too complicated when you're under pressure to get this out. Even though you're recording in five days in advance. You usually feel offended when people talk about your look, your rights, your opinions, your definition of freedom. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Okay, so my look, listen, I'm not the best looking bloke out there, but I like to think I'm not the worst looking bloke. It's been thrown at me the odd time, but not enough for me to say that it's become a major issue. My rights, I mean, I don't know what they mean by that. Like... So what was the question again? I'm after forgetting. I usually feel offended when people talk about my rights. Uh, yeah, it, depend- it depends. It depends on what rights we're talking about. Like, I remember there was a time in my life where I was having some issues with certain people. Because, so this was 2019. And I was 21 years old. I turned 21 in, in 2019. And I remember um, in 2019 feeling like no matter where I went, 
no matter what I was doing, no matter what like aspect of my life I was dealing with at the time, I was dealing with micromanagement. Everywhere. I don't even need to list out the places. Just every single place I went, I felt like I'm being micromanaged to within, excuse me, to within an inch of my life. And it was very, very frustrating. That is definitely something that uh, has wound me up an awful lot. My opinions, everyone has different opinions. I do think it's about how you deal with them. There's a respectful way of doing it. There's a, there's a not so respectful way of doing it. It is what it is. My definition of freedom... I don't know if I can go too in-depth on that because it's never really happened. I'm going to... I'll say my rights. I suppose my rights because uh, that's probably the one I've had to deal with the most. So that was question 13. We're nearly there. Question 14. Hmm, This is going to be a fucking dodgy one as well. Black Lives Matter indicates the importance of racial gaps, social injustice, nothing special, and the need to reform... uh, The need to reform the justice system... In the US. That's a broad question. Like and this is another thing. Like I've seen people who are black. Talk about Black Lives Matter. Again from both sides. People who love it. And people who disagree with it. It's a very strange topic. In in that regard. Like listen. I, I, I hear stories. Like Chris Kamara was on the Diary of a CEO. The show I was talking about last week. And like he was talking about like you know going into a pub after a game and being told we don't serve your kind and the the amount of racism him and his family had to put up with especially because he, he's from a, a mixed race family so his father was black and his mother was white and then you know his mother would have been called an n-word lover and all this so this is something that like i will never fully be able to like appreciate myself in terms of like what those people go through um it was funny like i'm not saying this is on the same level but I did speak about it in the Clash at the Castle episode that I uh, was in a pub with Alex in Cumbran watching the United and Arsenal game. And we had a man come in who was just so clearly anti-Irish. So clearly anti-Irish. And he kept calling Derry London Derry. Now, I'm not offended by that. What I would say to that absolute clown is, would you be that brave if you were in Derry? Would you be that brave to call it London Derry? And in specific parts of Derry, would you say that? And I know he said he was in Derry, but I'd say he was in a very specific part of Derry and he wouldn't have gone too, uh, too much farther outside of it. But to get back to here, that's just like me, like that's the closest I'll get to feeling racism or xenophobia, whatever you want to call it. But Black Lives Matter um, indicates the need to reform the justice system in the US, nothing special, social injustice, the importance of racial gaps. I'll say the need to reform the justice system in the US because that's where it started with the... George Floyd incident. So I think that's what the, the people who want to, you know, who, were st- who wanted to campaign for it, I think that was the initial, um, the initial issue, is what I should say. Question 15. Do you think it's okay to use a gun to kill someone in self-defense? Yes, no, I don't know, it depends. In self-defense... I'm going to say it depends, because that really does depend on the situation. Like, if you and another person are just having a bit of a heated argument, and someone pushes you, I don't think that's the time you should bring out the gun and shoot someone. That's not self-defense. But in other cases, I'm sure 
if someone's coming at you, it's just if someone's broken into your house and has like a fucking hatchet and they're going at you and you have a gun near you to protect yourself, I think that's okay. So I will say it depends. That's what I'll say. Which of the following gr- uh, groups has been discriminated against in recent years? Immigrants, white men, black people, politicians. I mean, they all have, really. Immigrants, there's always, you know, issues about, like, all oh, legal immigrants and illegal immigrants. And some people don't really care if, you're, if it's legal or illegal. Someone living in a country, they don't want you there. Black people, listen, obviously, historically have always had people not like them. Even though now it's not as present a thing, it still happens. Politicians are always going to get criticised no matter what. And white men, yeah, like there's become this kind of animosity from uh, loud minority groups that white people are the living, breathing embodiment of Satan. Which is not the case. There's good, there's good and bad and everything. I think they've all had... I mean, I don't know, politicians, can you say discrimination? I don't know if that's right for that. I mean, there should be a select-all option, really, apart from maybe politicians. I think criticism is more the word for politicians than discrimination. I mean, you know what? I'm going to pick black people because in that pub where I was talking about recently, the words... So I'm not saying this for me. This is a term someone used. Black cunt. The term black cunt was used an awful lot. Not by me, not by Alex, obviously, but by other people in that pub. And uh, it was disgusting because, one, it's football. Why you why you got to be racist about it? And secondly, we like so the two teams playing that day, United and Arsenal. I'm a United fan. Obviously, I know a lot of Arsenal fans. We've both had so many amazing players who are black. Andy Cole, Dwight York, Patrick Vieira, Thierry Henry, um, Nanny, you know, Patrice Evra, fucking William Gallas. There's been so many amazing, brilliant players who are black. It goes back to the Chelsea thing. You won't leave a black man on the train, but you'll cheer when Didier Drogba or Ashley Cole score a goal. Two black men. It's so stupid. It's the one I've seen the most. I'll go black people. (laughs) What do you think about feminism? I don't have enough information on that. It's a critical movement. It's a stupid idea. Oh, Jesus. Uh, It's one way to stop patriarchy. Just like with men, there's, there's, there's positive parts of feminism and there's toxic parts of it. It depends on the person. I'm going to say it's uh, it's a stupid idea. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just going to say I don't have enough information on that because these answers are not broad enough for me. So that's what I'm going to say on that. But obviously women are very should be valued in society and women are great. I love women. I love men. I love women. It's great. Nobody should be uh, nobody should, should be arguing that women have a very valued place in society. This is an interesting question. Uh, 18 of 20. This is question 18 of 20. Do you believe that the youth are spoiled? Yes, no, I'm not sure. It depends. I'm going to say yes. But it's not their fault. Of course, there are situations which I suppose maybe means I should pick it depends. But I'm going to pick a clear answer on this. 
kids these days have tablets. They've got consoles. They've got phones. They've got in, uh, internet access. When I was growing up, like I had a PS2 and that was enough for me. And eventually I got an Xbox 360. I didn't get internet access till I was 12. Like my siblings, as an example, and my nephews, they're growing up with internet and tablets and, and phones and all this crack. But that's not their fault. It's just the time they were born in. But I would say in comparison to other generations, yeah, they are spoiled. It is what it is. It's it's not a knock on them. They didn't choose <laughs> to be born in this time. It's just the way it happened. But yeah, they're, they're definitely a lot more spoiled these days than in previous years. Right, we're coming on to the last two questions now. Why does it have to be an American question? Which of the following... Apologies if you can hear my nan's phone ringing there. It's very loud. Uh, which of the following responsible for America's political problems? Alt-right, left-wing, all of us, I don't know. All of us. But not, not me, I'm not, I don't live over there. I think extreme right and extreme left both take it way too far. Way too far. But there's people who are on the right and on the left who don't take it too far. So with that said, I will say all of us because I feel like even people who aren't exactly on the extreme of either get sucked into it. So that's what I'm going to say. All of us. What would make you call someone a snowflake? That's the final question. Rudeness, anger, stupidity, nothing. Stupidity. Definitely stupidity. I don't even have to think about that one. And yeah, that was a fairly easy way to finish the quiz. Wow! Great! According to this quiz, I am not a snowflake. Fuck yeah! You are not a snowflake. Your responses seem pretty normal to us. We don't see any reason to call you weak, fragile, delicate, or snowflake. It is even clear that you are against the use of such terms. So please, ignore people who, for any reason, try to discriminate against you with stupid words such as snowflake. Fuck yeah! Now, legally, you cannot call me a snowflake. Thank you, quizexpo.com. Fuck you if you think I'm a snowflake, because clearly I'm not. The quiz says so, and it's doing the rounds on TikTok at the moment. So you know, that means it's true. But anyways, that's good to know that according to this quiz, I am not a snowflake. Lads, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Could it be uncomfortable at times? Yeah, of course. And it was a bit Americanized. But as I said, I saw it doing the rounds and I'm glad I did it now because uh, it, it opened up some interesting conversations. I'm going to put this out there, right? I'm going to put this out there. Something I forgot to mention at the start of this episode is that this podcast reached a thousand downloads across all platforms the other day. Thank you all so much for that, by the way. But this is an open invitation to anybody who wants to come on here and discuss some of those topics on either end and have a civil discussion and talk about why they believe in certain things or why they don't believe in other things. This is an open invitation. Nothing hostile, nothing aggressive, nothing to argue over, just to have a debate and a conversation about. There is the open invitation. Alex, I think, will be the first guest for me to talk about that with because he's, you know, he lives right next door to me and timing-wise, it'll just work out. That'll be next week's episode. Really looking forward to that. And then, down the line, we can have someone else on here who might have a few different views and we'll have that conversation as well. That's going to wrap it up for me, lads. Thank you so much for listening to this 
Very enjoyable episode of Straight Outta Klein. I enjoy every episode, but some ones just stand out more than others, and I think this one has 100% stood out amongst a lot of others. As per usual, I'm going to end it with a wrestling promo. Porig, you do not have to worry, there is no Rick Rolling in this. Except for this one! No, there's not. Okay, there's no Rick Rolling in this episode, but I will get you. I will get you, Bubba. 100%, I'm going to catch you out. But that will end it. Here's the wrestling promo. Talk to you all next week. say never, eh? I never thought I'd be in this ring again. So thank you for the humble return. What makes it so special is that my wife and my son are here to see me live for the first time ever. As I said, it's been 12 years. There's a lot of things I miss in this business. The biggest thing that I miss, other than kicking ass, is being a superhero for the kids all around the world. In this day and age, there ain't enough of us. So going around the world, Promoting the video game gave me that opportunity. I could go to Germany. I could go to Toronto and I could go up to the kids and I could shake their hands and I could see in their eyes that I was Goldberg. It gave me the opportunity to be that superhero again. But unfortunately, somewhere along the way, I created a little drama back here at WWE. And what that did was it made me think. And I thought long and hard. And I think that maybe it's better left alone. Maybe I keep it in the video game. But then, Brock Lesnar challenged me to a fight. But he didn't have the balls to do it himself. He made Paul Heyman, his fat little stooge, do it for him. And I thought to myself, maybe, maybe I have one more ass kicking left in me. 
thought to myself, maybe I have one badass spear left in me. Then I thought to myself, maybe I have one last devastating jackhammer in me. Brock Lesnar. Not only does that mean that you're next, but most importantly, it means, Brock Lesnar, you're last. So Goldberg is accepted. A triumphant night for Goldberg and his family. But now the work just begins because down the road is the supreme fighting machine. And Goldberg's right there. The beast incarnate, Brock Lesnar. And ladies and gentlemen, we are being told right now, this just in, that Brock Lesnar will be on Raw live in Minneapolis next week to respond to Goldberg.